things just come into the, oh my God, there's a huge rip in my leggings. <laughs> See, oh that would have been perfect. God, I wore this to the gym. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And last week was our review on Love in the Time of Cholera. And this week is a check-in. Yeah, just a fun little check-in before we have our discussion on A Tale of Two Cities, which will probably be in about three or four weeks. Yes. It'll probably be beginning of March. Yeah. I have not started it. Have you started it? No. You? Same. Yeah. I, have a, I have a note in my calendar that says Start Tale of Two Cities. For what day? Um, the 12th. Because then I was like, I was like, I, I could listen to like about an hour a day, mm. and then I'll be ready for discussion. And an hour a day is doable. Oh yeah. So definitely. I did. I did start a new audiobook, a different one that's shorter. That I was like, I can listen to that before stuff wraps up. What is it? It's called "We Are All the Same in the Dark" by Julia Haberlin. What is that about? And okay, so this is me being an idiot. Uh, I thought this was true crime. It's not. It's fiction. <laughs> and, it, you know, which is dumb because the categories are literally literature and fiction, comma, women's fiction. And I was like, is this real? Did this it, happen? Is this true crime? Well, I picked it because it's set in good old Texas. Mm, um, and... It's, it's, I'm trying to like place where in Texas this is occurring because they reference Wichita Falls in a Cowboys game. But then it's also kind of talking about some live oaks, which I think is a little bit more prevalent, like in the hill country. But you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's all one giant landmass. So yeah, it's all together. But, um, so this is, this is what made me think that it was true crime. The discovery of a girl abandoned by the side of the road threatens to unearth the long buried secrets of a Texas town's legendary cold case. And then I guess I just like stopped reading at that point and was like, all right, I'll listen to it. Because then it says, in the superb atmospheric novel from the best-selling author of Black Eyed Susans, and my again, dumbass was just like, is this real? Is this a uh, true crime? Is this true crime? Is um, it good? I'm interested to see where it goes because they have multiple people doing the voices in different chapters and basically the premise is there's this this long haul trucker and he finds this like 11, 12 year old girl on the side of the road and she was like basically left for dead and so he picks her up and brings her home um, contacts the like one of the local police officers that he grew up with and was just like, I found this girl. I don't know. Um, And so she's like, okay, well, let's see if we can figure out like who she is, where she came from, all that. Meanwhile, then it starts talking about how this trucker is the prime suspect in the murder and disappearance of his sister and father. um, And is also a suspected serial killer. But then it flashes to the point of view of this detective or this police officer who was with him the night 
that his sister was murdered and her father or his father went missing. And she is like very adamant about like, I know he did not do this. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of like where I'm at right now is there uh, like a documentary was released recently um, basically saying, you know, if he, even if he didn't have anything to do with his sister's murder, like the, the issues with his family, there's some women who've come forward saying that he, you know, was very violent with them and abusive. And so like, even if he was like, he's just like considered to be a dirty dude and that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've only listened to about, I'd say like about an hour and a half of it out of okay. like nine. So what's it called again? We are all the same in the dark. It sounds actually really good though. Apparently she wrote another book called black eyed Susans, which I think is in like the similar, similar genre. Um, but yeah, it, it like, it doesn't help that the book opens up with a fake quote from the documentary so then I was like oh I should watch this documentary <laughs> too and I'm just like no none of these things are real it's not real none of this is real so um the only thing that's kind of throwing me is everyone's doing doing some southern accents and uh I don't know uh, it's kind of throwing me a little bit because okay. they're not like they don't like even the people I've heard who have had like deep, you know, deep rooted Texas accent, like Texan accents, don't sound like these people. People sound more just like generic Southern. So yeah, that's kind of throwing me. But um, his sister's name is Trumanell, huh. and that keeps throwing me too for some reason. <laughs> like, Look, it's just throwing you. I'm just I'm interested to see where it goes. Okay, yeah. So maybe by next and week's then, check-in, uh, you'll be yeah. closer to done. And then hopefully by next week's check-in, too, I'll have annihilate. Well, I should have annihilation done because I've got 50 pages left in it. How is it? Pretty. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So this is Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer. And there's this little nugget of land that's been dubbed Area X, which has kind of been taken over by nature again. There's a like a secretive government group called the Southern Reach, and they've been sending out expeditions to try to figure out like what's going on, what's happening in there. Um, they're on the twelfth expedition because all the other expeditions have just come back with weird findings. Um, the last expedition, the main character, her husband was on it, and they all disappeared and then reappeared back on the other side of area x in their homes couldn't remember anything and then a few weeks later all died of cancer um and then another another group that went out um all turned on each other and killed each other and so it's 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 weird because they describe it as being this like very pristine natural environment Mm -hmm. um but there's just like things that are weird and off and as it's been very interesting I haven't been able to kind of you know some of those books you get where you're like that's what's happening I know what's going on yeah I haven't been able to do that with this one so I'm excited to finish it if it's got a if it's got a good ending that hooks me you know I might pick up I think it's a it's a trilogy I think I think it's a trilogy so I might pick up the other two I'll see how it ends 
I know it might not give you the answers you want though, since it is a trilogy. It might leave That's you a true. little, but it might give you like that sensation of like, okay, I'm ready for the next one. I'm ready to read the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So we shall see. That's exciting. How's uh, what's it called? Steel scars. So I finished that because it was just a little novella. Novella. Um, it was part of the Red Queen series. Again, I don't know if it was necessary to read it. It was nice to have, like, a little backstory of, like, one of the characters that she kind of just jumps into the story in book one. So it was kind of to know, nice to know a little bit about her backstory. Um, but then I started um, Glass Sword today, which is the second book in the Red Queen series. Nice. So that is what I am reading. Um, and then... So, like, my February TBR-ish will be The Glass Sword, A Tale of Two Cities, and then I'm hoping to read The New Jim Crow, which is... If you get to, if you get to that one, let me know. Yeah. And I'll tackle that at the same time, and then we can have a discussion on it. Yeah, I bought some, like, um, like book tags and, like, highlighters for this one. Oh, smart just to see if there was anything. Cause I do feel like it is like a, a learning book. Like there's going to be things in there. That, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And then I also want to circle back to another episode. I know we did a little circling back. So do you remember when circle. I was talking about that follow app with the elephants where you can follow track the elephant? Yeah. And you were like, I don't know if this is a scam or not. Yes. So this is what I found out. Let me read you what it says. Oh, no. It says, please note that elephant tracking is on a four on a four month de- delay for poaching protection. The map will still update daily with their location four months ago, while the live data is kept safe for, with researchers. Okay, that makes sense. I can see that now. I can makes see how sense. See, somebody I- would um. Yeah. You know, use that for bad person being an idiot. Yeah. The only thing is, like, some misspellings in that. So I'm like, it, I don't know if it could still be a thing. But it does, like, the now the tracking. I think the last time we talked, I said it was August. And now mm-hmm. I'm at October 6th. Oh, okay. So the elephant definitely has moved. So that makes well, me feel a good little bit, to know. <laughs> it makes me feel a little bit better that the elephant is not D-A-D-E-A-D. Because that's what I thought. Or that it was a scam. Well, I mean, if they're... Um, is this out of a specific country, or...? She... This elephant is in Africa. So it could just be, um, like, a language barrier from whoever started yeah. the app. Some little spelling. Like, that's... Yeah, that's true, too. Now, if you ever um, see a misspelling on our... Post, oh, I, that's just just me being dumb so oh yeah I'm definitely the worst at it um and then I finished Game of Thrones the audio <gasps> yo yes so I'm not ready to jump into the second audiobook because that was a long journey <laughs> super long um but when listening to it it made me remember things that happened in the second book. So I was like, oh, yeah. This is... So then I was like, okay, I know. Like, I'll feel better when I start the third book. So I'm excited to finally. It'll probably be, like, March or April. I'm thinking that I'll start the third book. 
Cool. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing is BuzzFeed released an article about movies or books that were becoming movies this year. Movies slash TV shows that had some release dates. So I screenshotted a few of them that I thought were relevant for us. Books that we've talked about, books that we might like, all of those fun things. The first and foremost, Where the Crawdads Sing Ooh. by Delia Owens. I thought you were going to say um, Daisy Jones, but... So, this one, are you ready for the release date for yes. Where the Crawdads Sing? Yes. July 22nd. <gasps> yes. I know. So I was excited to see that. This one, I thought for you, was Salem's Lot. They're doing another one? Yes. Oh. And it's September 9th. Yeah. I didn't know they were doing another one. I thought when I saw this, I was like, I thought there was already one out. They're also doing another Matilda. I will... um say something kind of controversial I was never a fan of Matilda that is controversial it freaked me out yes I loved I loved the movie so much I just thought I was gonna have magical powers too (laughs) did not but I also loved just how much she loved like reading like how she would go to the library and all of that that's good. I mean, I will say, like, Trunchbull, terrible character. Little abusive to I, I think that's it. I, I, even when I was younger, always had a hard time with, um, like, books or characters that were terrible to children. Yeah. Like, it, it was, like, how some people feel about, like, animal stuff in books like that's how I've always felt and so yeah. for me I was just like I don't want to watch like I don't care if she gets mm-hmm. her come up it's like I don't want to watch this yeah another one that you might like this one does not have a release date it just says 2022 is The Shining Girls yeah so I heard by, that they were doing that yeah by Lauren Bucus um Boykis, Bucus. yeah something like yeah you um, guess, yeah. So, and it looks like it'll have Elizabeth Moss, Jamie Bell, and Amy Brenneman. Brenneman. So, I thought you would like that one. It doesn't, yeah, it just says 2022, though. Interesting. And then, again, last but not least, Daisy Jones and the Six. But it just says predicted 2022, so that one also makes me sad. Because that one doesn't have a release date yet, either. But I know they've started filming. Interesting, interesting. I I did look at the cast when they announced it for Daisy Jones, and I have to say I think they did a good job on casting yeah. Daisy. I think I'm gonna have to wait to see some of the other ones, mm-hmm. but I think like they really nailed the casting on Daisy. So Yeah. So those were the four books that I screenshot from the BuzzFeed article. Um I just got really excited and I was like, let me see if there's anything that we've talked about on this podcast. And so those were some that stuck out to me, um, especially where the Crawdads sing and Daisy Jones. I think we've both said those are two of our favorites. And then I thought of you for the Shining Girls in Salem's Lot. Yeah. 
Yes, I didn't even know about um, Salem's Lot. You know what? Um, I really liked... Um, oh my gosh, what was it called? Castle Rock on Hulu, oh, yeah. where it took a bunch of Stephen King characters and storylines and kind of like brought something new to them. I really enjoyed that thing, and I think they canceled it. Like, it's only two seasons. Oh, no. Yeah. There's a few things that are coming that have come out recently on Netflix and on Hulu that I want to start watching. Um, on Hulu, I really want to watch the um, the Pam and Tommy uh, about Pamela Anderson and yes, Tommy. I cannot believe how much they look like them. It's, it is so because scary. When, when I when they first said that like who they had cast for, I was like, oh, I was like maybe I can maybe see. Tommy Lee, but I don't see Pam Anderson. And then I saw her and uh-huh. like I'll dress up and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It it looks it looks really good. Um and it's a series. Um I thought it was a I thought it was gonna be a movie at first. And then the other one, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. It's a longer name, but it has Kristen Bell in it. Um and I think is it's that like, the one that's spoofing like yeah, like I think it's like a parody woman on the train. Yes. Yeah, it's like um, it's like the woman, like the woman in the house across the street, yes. next door. Or something. Yes, <laughs> and it's I think it's like spoofing like like you said, the woman on the train, the woman in the window, probably the woman in cabin ten. Like I think it's spoofing. It's kind of like scary movie spoofing Scream kind of thing. Um, and I think it's also a series as well. Okay. So those are two. So yeah, it's called the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Yes. <laughs> so it just looks uh, it looks good. So I just thought those are two. I haven't started them yet, but um, those are two definitely on my list that I want to start watching. But yeah, fun, fun. Um. I've been doing a lot of rewatching of Top Chef. Oh yeah. I got I got partway through the first season and then was like, I don't like the first season. And I remember watching it like originally and being like, wow, I really like this show. Yeah. And then I started watching season two again and I was like, oh yeah, season two. <laughs> this is where I started like the show. So I'm currently at the very end of season four. And it's nice. pretty easy to just like you just kinda of blindly watch, like you don't mm-hmm. have to really pay attention. To where it. are those on? Those are I'm watching them on Peacock. I don't know if they're also on like oh. Hulu or something, but they're getting ready to do the new season of Top Chef and guess where it's at? Dallas. Houston. <gasps> nice. Yes. So they had originally done one season. I want to say it was like. Um, and it was Top Chef Texas, which was kind of a cop out because like, you know, having lived in various parts all across the state, like, yeah. like even Dallas and Fort Worth have a very distinct vibe different from each other. And that's different from Austin. That's different from Houston. Oh, yeah. It's different from like all of West Texas, you know, El Paso's okay. got its own scene. So it felt kind of like a cheap cop out that they were like, Oh, we're just going to do all of Texas. And it was like, eh. but they're, um, and, yeah, each, they're gonna and be each in. city kind of takes pride in their own thing too. Mm-hmm. Like we don't so all consider ourselves the same. Yeah, so they're going to be in Houston for this season. Nice. The the last episode of The Bachelor, 
they flew to Houston and did like a few dates there. I was like, I didn't even know they were filming here. I'm trying to figure out when their filming was. Um, but I just thought that was funny. I was like, I don't know if these girls are excited about that. It's not out of the country yet. <laughs> but yeah. I still remember the one um like bachelorette we watched where they were like we're going to new mexico and the one girl was like i gotta get my passport and i was like oh god no <laughs> don't show this to the rest of the world yeah i know one of the girls is from houston so she was super excited um because i i knew from the previews that they were going to houston so i was like hopefully he doesn't send her home before they go to houston or she could just i guess ride the plane back with them and be like okay i'm home <laughs> can i just oh ride my gosh, back with one you? of the most um, like what has made me decided that I never want to be on a reality show like a reality competition show Yeah, is when I watched like a behind the scenes thing about America's Next Top Model and they talked about how they had a 13 hour flight to I think that was the season they were going to Japan and they were like you can't have like a phone or anything like that obviously that makes sense but the one girl had to beg to be like can I go buy a book at the bookstore like what am I gonna like what are we going to do for 13 hours yeah on this flight and I was just like man that sounds miserable I guess things are a little different now because like they have the little screens for you but and it kind of does suck because like even on The Bachelor like if you're not on a group date or if you're not on a one-on-one if you're not on a one-on-one date, like, you are just stuck at the mansion the whole time. And so, I mean, obviously, you're going to be drinking, you're going to be eating, you're going to be laying out by the pool. Like, why can't I have a book during that time? <laughs> like, I would just, I would love to and love that. Like, if they could be, like, or, like, and, and they could choose the books. If they had just, like, a little library, that would be great. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, um, I think the only reality show, and it's not like, it's a game show, so it's, I don't know how much reality, but I think I could go on Wheel of Fortune, and that's about it. <laughs> I think I'd be good yeah. at that. I would not be I'm good not at good. Jeopardy. I'm not good at Wheel of Fortune. Like, you know, I just, I just wouldn't be good TV, I think. <laughs> I think... I think, like, I feel like I'm good. Like, when I watch it, I'm like, oh, I can solve these puzzles. I feel like when I'd get there, I'd be like, I'd probably just lose all my nerves and, like, freak out being in front of a camera and (laughs) realizing all of America's watching you and just be the idiot that can't read what's up there or something. I know I'd be able to give them good, like, cutaway shots of me just being like, oh, like my (laughs) face, just, like, not being able to control my face. Yeah. But then they would cut to me and be like, what do you think about this? And they're like, I don't know. I, I don't care. I was, was kind of taking a nap, not, not going to lie. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool with the Top Chef. They're mm-hmm. going to be in Houston. Yeah. It's exciting. So, they've already filmed. So maybe maybe you'll be able to recognize some of the places. But Yeah. Um, how's the weather where you are? Cold. Yeah, is it still, like, snow on the ground? Um, you can tell what parts are, sh- like, sh- under shade and don't get a lot of sunlight versus what does, because, like, for example, about half day rarely gets any sunlight, so there's still a bunch of snow and ice there, but then the rest is all cleared, because, um, 
yeah, definitely the majority of it, like, Wednesday it was raining and then got really cold, so some of that froze, and then the snow kicked in, and we got a decent amount of of snow, nothing, you know, nothing crazy, but enough to have us kind of hunker down for a few days and cook some more meals, but, you know, it was back in the 50s today, we went outside for a walk, so. Yeah, it was pretty today. We we didn't get any snow or anything, like, we closed our office Friday, um, so most people worked from home, but nothing really happened. Like, it didn't even look like the roads were bad or anything here. Um, but we went to Trader Joe's yesterday, and all of their shelves were empty. Like, there was nothing, and we were, like, asking them, and they said that the trucks were coming from Dallas, and they couldn't get here because of the roads. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, I didn't even think about it when we showed up. And so when we walked in, I was like, what do we get? <laughs> There's nothing here. So, but they said they thought it was coming tomorrow night, but or yesterday, last night, or whatever. I mean, things are definitely better here, so. Yeah, so they were probably able to. But, yeah, I was just like, oh. It definitely was not as bad as last year, thank goodness. No, last year was rough. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Um... So, yeah, I think I don't really have much else. I'm, tr- I'm looking at my little notes because I tried to write some things down. So I knew um, I finished three books in January. Yay! So I'm on schedule for my, like, 36 for the year. Nice. Um, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, The Vanishing Half, and then Love in the Time of Cholera. Um, are you still putting The Fellowship of the Ring on hold? Yeah, I just took a break from, like, you yeah. know, um, was looking for something shorter to kind of wrap up February and all that, but yeah. that's one, like I said, like, that one's I've, I've read before, so it's a little yeah. bit easier to just kind of, like, pick it back up and get right back in there, yeah. so. I'm, I think, I feel like this, with the new Jim Crow and Attila Two Cities, I feel like it's going to be a pretty tough month. So I'm hoping I can get through it, and then I'll try to pick something less uh, intense for March. <laughs> and then I already forgot what our book was. Something on an ordinary day. What for, looks like crazy on a normal day or something. Like that. Yeah, I can't think for, of it. <laughs> yeah, for the next Oprah, that'll be our March read. Oprah. And then we'll have three more. So excited. But yeah, that's all I have. That's my little check-in for the week. Yeah, I don't got much else. It's been cold. I know. I know when you sent me that picture of the weather, I was like, oh, what a perfect day to stay in, be cozy, and read a book. It was like the perfect weather. It was quite nice. Unfortunately, I have a crazy toddler who's getting (laughs) a little cabin fever. Yeah, he's like, let me out. I showed him the snow. I was like, look. It's snowing. He got real quiet, and then he just said, go out. And I was like, no, buddy. There's like a wind chill of 10 right now. We're not going outside. You cannot. That's funny. Go out. No, you'll want to come back in, I promise. Yeah, we're going to come back in. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, then, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we're on Instagram at Reading with Celebs and Twitter at Reading W Celebs. 
please go give us a like, a follow, rate, subscribe, all of those fun things. And we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.